Have you ever run into a situation where you know something really important and you're trying to convince someone, a a boss, a family member, whatever, that they really need to step up and pay attention to that issue? Well, here's your show. Episode 261, They Don't Care. This is the Ericast for the week of May 31, 2015. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. Okay, you just bear with me. This is not as fatalistic and nihilistic as it sounds. Just hang with me, okay? Uh, thanks for listening to the Aircast. I'm your host, Eric Larson. 206-339-3742 is our listener feedback line, has been for the past decade. Um, so you can call that, leave a message like listener Chad did. We're going back to that old tradition of listener feedback being the the last week of the month, uh, which ironically, given that the Ericast is now sort of pseudo-monthly, and pretty much whenever we get feedback, I guess, but we're, we're trying to keep that schedule up. And it wasn't even Chad's feedback that motivated me to get back into the Ericast groove, or seeing him in the halls and in meetings and stuff and knowing, okay, I, I haven't even listened to your message, Chad, I know it's there, but I'm saving it until I actually do the Ericast. Uh, and by the way, as an aside... And in fact, as an aside, off the aside, if you're not friended to me on Facebook, you you missed the um, I I was driving home, um, my wife and and my parents and the, and the girls uh, coming back from a restaurant after going out to eat, I took some back streets home because it's a little bit different than the main road, and I literally stopped the minivan and said, "Look, a bird," because there was a tree swallow sitting on a birdhouse. It was really pretty. So yeah, I am that guy that does the oh look a bird thing. And sometimes literally it's oh look a bird. I wanted to say I love, I'm having a moment here. I love doing the podcast. I I know it. you're thinking this doesn't come out that often, Eric. Is it really that much fun for you? But even though Studio A has moved a couple times, the equipment's a little different. It's not exactly the same physical experience, but it's the same emotional experience. Every time I sit down, watch the little waveforms go by in Audacity, audition before that, cool edit way back in the day. I just love doing it. I So even if all of you stop listening, I just still love doing it, though I do hope that somebody does listen, you might even call 206-339-3742, listener feedback line. And what drove me down to Studio A to actually get an episode recorded was was the fear that P. Desmond Adams might actually listen, a uh, fellow podcaster out there in in um, in you know, the world of guy and microphone podcasts uh, with the mental mastery moment. Um, excellent show. Go ahead, look it up. And it had been sort of like a weekly thing and then sort of, you know, podvated, but not really. I knew he was out there um, then came back and is now daily, which is great. But we've been going back and forth on podcast schedule and regularity and stuff. So um, that's kind of where I'm thinking that as I emailed him, like, ooh, if I actually tell him what my podcast is, he might listen and find that it's a month old. And that's sort of sad. So here you go. If you're listening, um, whoever you are, thank you for listening. Uh quick personal update schedule thing because the Aircast is what we call a personal podcast using the majestic we because it's really just me. But the term personal podcast meaning either you know me, Eric Larson, maybe you're like listener Chad and you see me in meetings and stuff and you want to know what's going on in my world or you picked up a certain topic like oh, here's some random guy in Minnesota talking about his trip to Utah with his daughter. I want to know about Zion and Bryce Canyon. 
and maybe then you stuck around. That's great if you did. So it's, you know, one or the other, usually how it works. But May is kind of a busy month because if you're like I am and you work in higher education, um, or if you're like my wife and you're teaching high school, either way leads to a sort of busy time. And an interesting side note that over this, this May span, which is when I was bumping into Chad, uh, we have now hired a new CIO, Chief Information Officer, which is the Vice President of Technology. Uh, but in higher ed, the term CIO is pretty popular. And that's kind of a big deal. Um, you know, at, at, um, at my institution, um, we named, hired, posted, got a new president a couple years ago. I don't know. It's not really a hire. That'd be a strange way of thinking about that. But anyway, somebody commented that it was like our, our, you know, we had had two presidents in 47 years. <laughs> it kind of, you know, folks stay around. Our previous CIO was around for like 12 years. Uh, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, and we had open interviews and stuff like that. So, so even that at work on top of everything else, there's that all kind of churning, but, um, but we hired someone. He's going to be great. Life is good. So anyway, I now have a chance to catch my breath and say, let's, Step back, in, back into that podcast world. So here, here's where we're going. In all that context and stuff, I was talking um, with a colleague and explaining what this episode was going to be, saying, oh, yeah, you know, it's funny. I have an episode talking about this topic. Um, and I had to say, you know, but don't worry. This situation has nothing to do with work. If you know me at all, you'll know that pretty much all of my leadership examples and any sort of leadership circles that I run in or whatever – are either coming from work or they're coming from church. This is not coming from work. So I'll let you draw your own conclusion about where I get this example from. But that's okay. And it's fine. It's actually, it, this is, this is good. This is, this is good. Um, goodness, I don't know if it's going to be that brilliant or life changing or transformative for you, but it's good in the sense of it's not a problem. It's not angst. It's not bad. It's not, um, emotionally troublesome. Um, it's, it's, the situation's fine. But I, I go into addressing this with you, the listener, with the same caveat that, that I have with parenting. Cause I, I warn the girls. I actually do tell Kendall and Chloe this. I, I, I will occasionally say, look, here's the problem. I can't dump 30 years of knowledge into your head. I can't physically do it. Um, even realistically with the best possible, you know, teaching techniques, I, I couldn't effectively do it. But the bigger challenge is that everything that I know, all the experiences that, that have shaped me and given me my, my current, you know, worldview and, and way of processing my current interactions with the world around me have all come from personally living through the experiences that brought me there. I needed to go through the experiences to know what I know now. So, in, to some extent, I can say, you know, don't make the same mistakes I did or whatever. Or really, the, you know, if I knew them what I knew now, that kind of thing. But, I don't think we can, we can underestimate the value of living the experiences and how they they really deeply 
personally shape you, you know? And you've got to be able to learn from others because that's what the whole world of education is about, the fact that other people experience things and tell you, hey, here you go. But I worry that I might be short-circuiting the learning process, at least with my kids, when I say, here, you know, you could wallow around for a decade or two, but what you really need to know in dealing with your friends is, you know, this. But I also don't want to say, well, you got to figure that stuff out on your own. No, and it's, that's kind of, that's kind of dumb. You want to you know, be, I think that's why society's progressed is you want to be able to, you know, learn from the past, learn from others. That's what education's about. Okay. So I say all of this here, setting this episode up, you know, I, I could say, yeah, I wish someone had explained this to me, you know, like that podcasts have been invented 15 years ago instead of 10 years ago and that somehow I happened to listen to this one and so I would hear the me from the future say, hey, here's this life lesson. Um, but none of that would have happened because it would have been me giving the lesson and I wouldn't have, have, have experienced it yet. But I think the bigger problem is I don't think I would have known what what it actually meant. You know, there, there were times that I lamented, you know, waiting on my master's degree until I was, was I about 31 when I got it completed? But I was realizing, well, if I went straight from undergrad into a master's in leadership, I mean, I don't want to do the, oh, what do you know at 22? You don't know anything. But there is something to the fact of me you know, waiting till I was in my late 20s that made me a better learner in that situation. Okay. And speaking of that degree, human resource development, which is kind of in that whole, you know, organization leadership stuff or whatever, that's what's rattling around in the back of my mind as I, as I confront the situation. So here's the situation. We're about halfway through the podcast. Here's the point. Okay. You ready? Not everyone has your passion about a need in your organization. That's just reality. Sorry, but that's just reality. So somehow you have to confront that when you're working in an organization of multiple people. That's how organizations defined, right? And say, you know, say that there's, let's give an example. Um, you know, say that you realize uh, that a certain population needs some service, you know, whatever. Uh, we need to do, you know, this and that for, for these people. And it could be anything. You know, we need to, um, we need to make sure that we have fresh brewed co- coffee on Sunday morning for the, um, the senior citizen, uh, Sunday school that meets at church. Okay. That's not what the situation is, but that's a great example. No, it's a terrible example. It works. Okay. So you see that you realize that. Okay. And your church leadership, because I told you this is a church thing, because it's not a work thing. So there you go. Says, okay, fine. But, you know, we don't have any budget for coffee. So we're, we're canceling the senior citizen coffee. Okay. And you say, yeah, but it's really important and it, it helps them to, to converse and they really enjoy that. And it's, you know, it's good to stay hydrated. Caffeine helps, you know, whatever. And they say, right, right, right. But we don't have the budget for that. And we had to make cuts. And so that's one of the things that we're cutting. Okay. You can immediately switch this. I know you. You can switch this from, you know, some stupid example like 
coffee for the senior citizens in, in church to something that immediately hits home in your life. You know there's something where you and this team, you and this boss, you and this spouse, whatever, could butt heads forever. Okay? And the reality is, sometimes you're going to be working with people and sometimes working for people who just don't care about something as much as you care about it. Okay? Now, there are a couple reasons for this. One is, they might not understand it. You may have not explained the coffee crisis well enough. And I think that's what we all default to is, okay, because you are not seeing how important coffee is to this group of people, I have just not done a good job of explaining to you how important coffee is for this group of people. So what I need to do is I need to re-explain to you how important coffee is for this group of people. Okay? Now, that might actually be the case. And, tangent, um, I had a boss many, many years ago. Hi, Jeff, if you're listening, but he doesn't listen. But now the rest of you know who I'm talking about. Who had commented once as an aside, I think it was after after he um, left our institution. But we were um, it, it, on a management team together. He was the, the director of this group, and I was one of the, the, the lead technicians at that time, um, prior to my management days. And he had said, well... There'd be times when Eric would be really concerned about something or really, really worried or, or talking about some problem or something that I just wouldn't get. And he said, but I knew Eric was a smart guy and I respected his opinion. And so when I, when I heard this sort of thing, well, Eric's upset about something, but I don't know why he'd be upset about that. I, and be Jeff, made sure to, to, to press in, to listen closely, to, to, to pay attention to that, because there was probably just something that I wasn't getting. Now, it's not like Jeff was super self-deprecating. I mean, his point was, you know, it could be that Eric was doing a lousy job of explaining himself, and I readily admit that may have been the case. But Jeff's thought was, well, okay, I know in general that, you know, Eric is, is in touch with reality. Um, if he's concerned about something, I need to, you know, as a manager, my job is to stop and focus in and try to figure out what it is and why that, that he's concerned, upset, worried about a particular, you know, work issue. Okay. So here's more reality. Not every boss is going to be that good. And Jeff wasn't perfect, but he was very good in that sense, right? Sometimes you get really good bosses who do that. Sometimes you get really good spouses who do that, whatever. But not everybody does, okay? So it could be that they just don't understand and you've not explained it well enough, um, different terms, context, whatever, okay? Or the other option, I think it really does boil down to those two if you boil it down far enough. The other option is they understand, but they just don't care about it as much as you do. They understand all the data. They understand the implications that you're laying out. They get it. And they are not as 
concerned about the risks or outcome or whatever as you are. And if that's the case, throwing more data at them, thinking it's a lack of understanding, is not going to help. It's just going to antagonize everybody. Okay, so our our silly little coffee with the seniors example, it could be that the people who decide to cut the coffee budget um, just don't realize that you know coffee time is the time when everyone gets together and talks and shares their concerns, and it really is this great, wonderful bonding time. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought people were just kind of drinking it at the back of the room whenever. I didn't know that people were connecting over cups of coffee. Great, we'll, we'll try to shuffle the budget around. Thanks for telling us. Or it could be, yes, I get that. Totally get it, Eric. I understand that they enjoy drinking coffee while talking and connecting to each other, and the ability to hide behind the little styrofoam cup as they're talking allows them to open up and share more deeply. Totally get everything you're saying. We are out of money, we cannot pay for the coffee, and they will just have to talk to each other without the coffee. That's a very different situation. And so... My admonition to you for this week's Ericast is, you know, what do you do with that? First pass. You know, are we talking about a moral or safety issue? You know, is evil going on? Is someone going to die? Is someone going to be gravely injured? Is, et cetera. Okay. Then keep at it. Bring others in, et cetera. We're not talking about that kind of thing. We are not talking about, well, I guess people just don't care about insert horrendous thing here. If it's a horrendous thing, different story. But be honest, is it really a horrendous thing? I mean, I could, sure, I know words. I could, I could spin up the, the loss of the coffee budget is the most tragic thing that this church has ever experienced. I, I, sure, you know, we could figure out some, some way of saying that, but be honest, you know, is it really, is it really a moral or safety issue? Okay. And if it's not, then my goal is to support you. And encourage you in, in, in forming a mental stability that sometimes people just don't care about something as much as you do. Now here's the concern. Okay. If everyone in your organization adopts this attitude and just jumps to a casual acceptance of whatever happens whenever, that's going to be really bad too. Okay? So we still need passion. We still need people to observe the coffee-related issues, to care about the coffee-related issues, to to fight, as appropriate, for coffee-related issues, to stand up for the coffee drinkers, whatever. I get that. So we still do need that. So don't give up on that. But balance it with the fact that sometimes you've explained the situation, everybody understands what's going on, you really care about it passionately, but you know what? They don't care. And that's reality. So, let me know what you think about that. 206-339-3742, listener feedback line. I'm rubbing my hands in eager, and you can probably hear that, um, Eager anticipation of the calls that are going to come in on this one. It's kind of interesting. Um, 
I've been moaning around, you know, kind of rolling around my brain for a while. You can tell from the, the how long it took to get the podcast out. So I'm really curious what you think on that, but that's how it goes. Uh, so we'll leave with listener Chad's call. We'll sign off with that. And until next time, take care. Hey, Eric, this is Chad. Um, there is nothing like public shaming to motivate me to uh, give a call in. So pursuant to the um, episode in which you basically outed me and said that I need to be calling you to keep you on task. I am calling you to keep you on task and um, you need to keep me on task. So there's probably some deal we need to work out that um, just kind of keeps the uh, wheel moving. Um, Tell you what, you put out an episode and I will um, give you a call and um, maybe you can use one of those. Maybe I won't ramble. Um, see, that's just kind of the hard thing about um, calling in just to let you know that I'm still here because I kind of feel like I need to say something more than just I'm here and I'm listening um, because that just kind of makes me sound like Fraser. But, um, yeah, if I come up with anything better, I'll definitely give you another call. But um, that's about all I have right now. Just uh, checking in. You can end this at any time. You don't definitely need to um, keep this going. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.